3: Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or...
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh.
0: Oh yeah. Yep. I'm just swimming. Cherry just swimming in all the flood. Yep.
2: In a tizzy. Yep. Uh. Oh. Making dizzy.
3: What's that? I don't know.
2: Yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. By the way, it is. Uh, I, I mentioned we're going to be on until nine a.m. Eastern time, six o'clock Pacific. It's just after one p.m. in Brussels, Belgium. Yeah. And we received a tweet from Mark who is listening all the way over in what Belgium up, Mark? on the iHeartRadio app, and he says that the Monopoly sword story, where somebody was shivved with a samurai knife over a game of Monopoly, that that is a true story. So at least you know we're delivering factual things here on the show. Uh, if you missed that, the full story will be on the podcast later on, as we did that uh, a few moments ago. So so there's that. So shout-out to Brussels, Belgium, uh, a fine listener. I'm, I'm sure one of millions over in Belgium listening to this program right yeah, now. Yeah, one of millions. On the iHeartRadio app. Hopefully um, uh,
0: having a nice beer, you know.
2: Hell and yeah. belgium
0: got- some great beer.
2: Do they do those big, like, 36 ounces? Like those, uh, what do they call I, those? I, I
0: don't know, dude. Ask Mark. I mean, you literally now are speaking to Mark.
2: Just ask him. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also since uh, by way of Mark Lee, what are those 36-ounce beers called? What are those called again? The glasses? The Steins? Are those Steins? Uh most positive they are.
0: Efforting. 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 efforting.
2: Yeah. working on that so veg
0: out veg it out when they- this is by the way when Lee finds this answer somehow he's going to be involved in a movie <laughs> or someone directed right. a movie that involved whatever it is to be incorporated <laughs> right in
2: yes he's gonna know the guy who invented the stein glass right and he was right. a neighbor of his actually that he my
0: great-grandfather was the glass <laughs> blower who oh, first wow. actually blew the first stein glass he had the lung capacity to make sure uh, he could blow a 36 ounce you know uh, glass configuration well
4: i do have a pewter beer stein from the renaissance fair why wouldn't you? I do have
2: one. <laughs> of course you would.
4: It's a it's a Smythe, which was was one of the original pewter pewter Smiths from the Renaissance so, fair. Why wouldn't well, you? Well, it was my dad who had it, but I've I've since taken it over. When I go to the rent fair, I take my Smythe pewter. Okay.
2: Pewter Very Stein. Good. All right. So it is called the Stein Glass. It is
4: a Stein Glass. That's yeah. Uh, yeah you're you're correct with the 36 ounces. Yeah. Well uh, done. Well done, Jonas. Yeah.
2: Of course, Lee would have one of those from a Renaissance
4: fair. <laughs> oh, I go with Todd. Who the hell? Go? <laughs> go yeah, that is it. the least surprising to- thing to- I've ever heard. Todd rocks the double <laughs> flute. It's very obnoxious. The, we, the double flute? Yeah, it's just yes. It's what the hell is that? I'm mimicking it right now, and it's oh, not a good yeah. look. But it's it's two Whoa. flutes that that <laughs> so, converge in one. I've seen that it movie. It just gets odder and odder. <laughs> So sounds like off.
3: you. It sounds like you and Todd's relationship. Hold
0: on. He
2: <laughs> got fluted.
0: Is this an uh, annual thing? You guys go to, to a, a, a medieval re- Renaissance festival?
4: <laughs> uh, I've gone a few times. It's actually—I think it starts this weekend. Do you guys go on horseback? No, but you can go no. on horseback. Okay, I'm sure you. Do you can. get dressed up for it? Yes, we do. What do you wear? Wigs? He gets a lot more dressed up than I do. No wigs. That's we we so got bad. the hair already. What That's do you,
2: true. Like, what would you wear specifically? You bring a chalice to just a full of beer. Fair? Well, yeah.
4: uh, my pewter Smith, my Smith. pewter. Sch- yeah, there's a, it, and back in the day, if you find an original pewter Smith, they'll actually fill your stein with beer for free or mead technically.
2: Yeah, because they can't believe anybody's walking around with that thing. Well, we may
4: as well give them some beer. Oh, Lee would for free beer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And
2: his buddy who's got two flutes hanging out of his mouth. Alright, hold on.
0: Lee, do you buy, like, a little wooden sword and the wooden shield when you're there and, like, have little fights?
4: Uh, I have bought some stuff there. I haven't bought a sword or anything wooded. I bought a, uh, for a former girlfriend, what did I buy her? I bought her a uh, chain chain metal uh, gear. Ancient, yeah. It was probably an ancient toy. I actually got some pictures of this. Hold Option on, head. I'm looking yeah, at some yeah. of
2: these Renaissance fair outfits. Uh, first Florida,
0: of it was, it was probably an ancient toy they used to have back then. Yeah, oh, wow,
2: that's that's yeah. true. Yeah, uh, it's so, not
0: like that hasn't been around.
2: <laughs> uh, it's two flutes becoming one. You know? the, these people are going all all in on this stuff. <laughs> it's uh, this is something. Is that, what they, they, is
0: that what they called it back then? <laughs> <laughs> two, two, flutes, two flutes. They, they call, they flutes they call it something one. different in France. You know? they, I mean, <laughs> based off landmarks there. Well, yeah. and
3: Petros would probably tell you that they call it something different in Greece yeah. as well. I
2: think they called it two flutes, one Todd, from my understanding. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, uh, it, and I mean, anybody that who who
3: knows that, 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 that terminology, yeah, probably, that was pretty interesting.
4: Probably part of the same search history you that. Up. Oh, I'm sending you guys some photos. Hold oh, on. This is great. No, I don't want that. All right. this is great. Nah. Nope, <laughs> Yeah, we've seen on those. that.
2: Uh, all right. So uh, we venture away from the uncomfortableness for LeBar when it comes to seeing Todd with two flutes hanging out of his mouth at a renaissance fair to uh, what is a sad story. Uh, this is disappointing. And uh, I want to send, obviously, thoughts and prayers and condolences to uh, LeVar Arrington. He has talked glowingly about um, his family's love for Amazon, uh, the number of Amazon packages that show up to his house. And, yeah. um,
3: Got about three of them yesterday.
2: And then there was obviously you played for the Washington football team. Uh, just some sad news because a source uh, close to what we're going to call Captain Crank Shuttle, Jeff Bezos, says okay. he's not going to bid on the commandos. So if your dream was tying in the Amazon love with your former football team, that dream is over. Uh, the Washington Commandos will not be owned by Jeff Bezos. Uh, I don't know if the price is too steep or just the fact that Dan Snyder can't stand him because of all the work he did at the Washington Post to uncover some of the disaster that was the Dan Snyder era with Washington. So it's a disappointing time for, for everybody
3: involved there. You know, what would be disappointing is if more reports of – what were considered to be or perceived or reported people? <laughs> what you saw yes, my message? Um, <laughs> Hold on, pause. I don't. I, whatever you were going to say,
0: right, we, we have to address this on air. All go right. Ahead. Ahead. There you go, Jonas. Go all right. So Lee sends a photo of of their crew going to this Renaissance festival. And LeVar sends a message that this is not the first time LeVar
3: has done this. He sent multiple messages in regards to Lee. Is it multiple? Yes, there was a. When well, they were on vacation, you sent a message then. Oh. That's the same message? It was very similar in nature.
2: Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, answer the question, Lee. Yeah. Of
4: course. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason I. <laughs> chain metal was bought for a reason (laughs) oh man the 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 gist of the story is this
0: (laughs) if if i'm not mistaken that is your girlfriend lee
4: right that's my ex-girlfriend okay okay so it was yeah i must say
3: yeah it didn't look like all right i knew i was in the right group chat now i didn't know that though brady i did not know that that was his girlfriend at the time obviously all
2: right i gotta be honest this renaissance fair looks fun man (laughs) like it does but everybody's dressed up except for Lee. Lee's wearing, Lee's wearing a pair of trousers and his buttoned-up shirt that he wears at least twice a week. I look more
4: like a newsie. That was the best I had. In the was <laughs> great.
3: So, and <laughs> I mean, I, I do like the the horn 100%. Yeah, know? I drink it out of the yeah. horn. Yeah, I do like yeah. the horn. That's Todd's well, have horn. Levar
0: yes. pivoting right now. He's pivoting. Yeah. I'm good. not pivoting, man.
3: I, listen. <laughs> There were some airbags in, in the content. <laughs> you would be safe in a car accident if you were accompanied by this person. Or if you were in a flood, you've got some flotation devices. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Yes. And but if it you were hungry and you needed a, a burger, I would have assumed that <laughs> For, you go to Smash Burger. Oh, yeah. Why are you always the one noticing these things though? Right, if I'm not What's
0: mistaken, that? the initial text in the group chat was about mountains. I I, I think that you were
3: Oh yeah. That you were, right. Yeah, were, yeah, that that was the initial text. Yeah, that's yeah, true.
0: Now we're now we've got flotation devices that you're acknowledging Now we got flotations. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You oh, are you are yeah. 100% accurate as I'm going back through the history of of, of our texting you i mean we've texted a lot of content to one I, yeah
0: other. but i'm just saying like some of those you just gotta keep yourself you know like, you no, know, not I mean, me. you just
3: assume no not me oh man oh you're just gonna ask it okay could, yeah yeah i'm gonna ask y'all d- d- wow, d- I mean, doesn't bother just,
4: me lavar you can ask ask away
3: well like i a, mean uh, it, it, unless you said vark like can you like chill out on asking me like things like you know? smash burgers um i'm I'm gonna just i just shoot you know i'm the dude that's in the locker room that's gonna shoot it like everybody was wondering i'm gonna shoot it um i'm gonna be the one that puts it out there on the floor to be debated
2: i mean it's basically a walking slot machine we're gonna be honest here next to todd i mean you know walking slot machine good for you lee at the renaissance fair and it's this weekend
4: and it's your birthday this weekend I know. come on Lee. is it a repeat oh, performance yeah, is all i'm it's asking actually, it's actually a contender yes it might be
3: can, can i ask I... this can i ask <laughs> the <this>? renaissance fair <laughs> is is this person the one who was battling the other person in your no, front yard no oh, no dang well then that It wasn't as entertaining then, I'm sure. Ah. (laughs) Whoa, Jonas. Just saying. (laughs) All right, man. We are But could you imagine if they were... were this was one of the people who was tussling in that front yard over Lee the yeah. lap. I'm just saying. Something
2: tells me it might be a part two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the case based on, well, you know. Uh, so there it is. All uh,
3: righty That Alrighty, the that, uh, that wraps Moving up on. the
2: very latest on the Washington Jeff Commanders Bezos. and yeah. Jeff Bezos yeah, and uh, and a Renaissance Fair and all the other basically who cares? Yeah, basically. Yeah, we've got we've got Jeff Bezos, Washington, Dan Snyder fatigue. Just sell the team so we can all move on with their lives, and the rest yeah, will be history. Let's,
3: hope, let's yeah. hope that nobody else is dropping out of the bidding wars. No How uh, about that? Yeah, that is that is true.
2: Uh, all right, it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. So we are going to find out if a move in the NFL that took place over the last few days means the quarterback issue has been solved. We'll get into that for you. on google play or the app store game on
1: this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge
2: (sighs) is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is
1: and you will not believe where he's going next the amex dedicated card member entrance for the win unbelievable when you get travel perks with amex platinum you're part of the action that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex
2: a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar Arrington, brady quinn jonas knox with you you can uh, hang out with us as always on the iheart radio app so we are going to get into a discussion about some storylines in the national football league including one deal that was made that could impact the future for one franchise at the quarterback position so we'll have that discussion for you here by the way i mentioned Lavar Arrington. Lavar actually is uh he has uh, stepped away he will be back here uh, coming up on the show tomorrow he's got some things to tend to i uh, yep, got a lot going right. on so want to make sure uh, he catches a flight with all the You making an update here. by the way on what
0: exactly he's doing and uh, later on to this show
2: Yes we might actually uh, yeah get that update for sure <laughs> that is true now that i think about it uh, perfect timing Uh, all right two pros and a cup of joe here on fox sports radio brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com we got somebody pissed off at their own organization coming up here in a little over 20 minutes from now but right now we turn it over to the man himself albert breer senior nfl reporter at the mmqb you can get him on twitter at albert breer albert what the hell's happening how's your thursday
5: I hope you're not talking about me. I'm not the one pissed off in my own organization, am I? No. Oh, are you? No. I don't tell us, buddy. <laughs> but but
2: I, I am. Tell I'm, a, us. I'm a little bit upset with Albert. I feel like he was sandbagging oh. us for a couple of months here. What? I mean, about what? So, about what? So last week you dropped that you believe. In talking to people, because Bryce Young took like you know the modified SAT test, whatever the hell it's called, the S yeah, two, come on, learn the on. S this is what I say because you know what wow. Al McRae did? He comes on the air and says, you know, I'm hearing that it's going to be Bryce Young, and I'm thinking, wait a second. All of the odds are saying C.J. Stroud. There's oh plus money gosh. on Bryce Young. And in a matter of a week, the odds have completely flipped. Is and now Bryce Young <laughs> is a minus 360. Is Al- Albert Breer line mover? Come on. You you moved the line single-handedly last week. And you could have given us the heads up if you were going to do that. We could have gotten good money on this.
5: Well, you guys got to be better listeners then. Maybe you guys <sighs> just should have taken what I was saying and, Whoa, hold on, hold and on, rolled Robert. with it. <laughs> Don't say you
0: guys. Just blame Jonas because I, I,
2: I, you know. Yeah. So hey, hey by really the
0: way, before you there, start
5: eight, hey, Honestly, before we get started, Bray, is everything all right down there? It looks like. I mean, Mike, I was like sort of wondering if you're even going to be on today. Like, it no, it's it's,
0: it's a valid question. I really appreciate you asking, Albert. I slept last night in a scuba suit. Outside of that, we're good. You know,
2: <laughs> outside of that, I mean, our, 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 I
0: literally put on the flippers, snorkels for our kids, and I said, "Hey, guys, just remember, breathe through that. Don't don't, don't try to breathe through your nose. Breathe through your mouth." Okay. Outside of that, we're great.
3: Yeah.
5: All right, it's just, I mean, like some of the stuff you see on social media, I'm like, holy
0: crap. Yeah, no, there was, uh, you know, look, it hit hit fast. I was explaining to people, um, there was more rain in a seven-hour period than there has ever been in Fort Lauderdale over a three-day span dating back to 1924. So it was a historic rain. And, of course, as I sit here and talk to you now, the sun is out. It looks beautiful outside. And, of course, my kids are not going to school today. Uh
2: There you go.
5: Well, I mean, like now, and Brady. I know you guys don't deal with snow days anymore, but they call like snow days like two days ahead of time. Like now, up here, oh, it's awesome. unbelievable. Like you it's, remember what it used to be like? You used to be that you'd asses. wake up, you'd wake up, you'd wake up at seven a.m. and be like watching the local news, like hoping you're. School district would come across the bottom crawl there. You know oh, what that's, I mean?
0: It's so like, true. That was that was the the bottom crawl was like that was where it started. And ESPN, yeah. I think, finally realized like, oh wait, we should probably do this with with our outlay <laughs> of you know, what we're yeah.
5: <laughs> That's exactly where the crawl started. Is like, and it was always alphabetical order. So it was heartbreaking when like you'd see like. You figure it out, like the two schools that just passed. Yours would have been in between the two of them.
0: <laughs> I always, uh, I always thought it was interesting when, like, you had a neighboring school that was, and yours wasn't. And you're
5: just like, oh. you're, like you'd so
0: oh, mad, he's so about
5: pissed God. off, so pissed off.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, uh, a lot of people are are pretty pissed off, and those people would be the New York Jets, who apparently thought uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was oh, going to okay. be arriving for a visit, Albert, and so now yep. he's a Baltimore Raven. And so now, him and Lamar Jackson are dodging the fat ass raindrops in Florida to party at Live Nightclub and celebrate the new deal. Could we be on the verge of a a peace a peaceful resolution between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? Is that what we're staring at? Um, I, I don't
5: think like you know I, I I don't think that this like assures anything. Um, but I, I certainly think you can't how it can't hurt. You know so. Um, you know like I, basically, the way I look at like the the Odell situation is you guys remember like on when back when like the you know, eBay and all the auction sites you could go like there was like this buy now thing, yes. thing on it, you know what I mean like yes. where you could pay a certain price, you take something off the market right I feel like that 's what the Ravens did with with Odell, you know like that they paid a premium price to go and get him and to prevent him from going and visiting. And, like, I think it'd be naive to think they didn't do that with, um, without thinking of the effect that it could have on the Lamar negotiation. Now, um, you know, you guys know, like, this has been a, a complicated negotiation. Um, there's been offers. There's been counteroffers. Like, I think that there is a genuine desire on both sides to get something done, and there has been for a long time. And the trade request is sort of, I think, a signal of how sideways everything got. Um, and how fundamentally apart the two sides have been um, at points in all of this. Um, I think part of the issue that the Ravens have had is because Lamar's waited for five years. He wants to win on every front. He wants to win on term. He wants to win on average per year. He wants to win on total dollars. Um, he wants to win on every single front, guarantees all of it. And they've been trying to get him to compromise and come to their side at least a little bit um, because of this sort of precedent it was set with other players. And so that's sort of where the push and pull has been. And, like, I view the Odell thing as filling a need. I mean, they had a very legitimate need at receiver. um, And this gives them a little bit more flexibility going into the draft and how they use their capital and everything else. Um, But I certainly think a piece of it is an olive branch to, to, to Lamar Jackson and saying, listen, like, we're not planning on starting over with a new quarterback. We're planning on going all in on you. And we're going to do what we can to win in the here and the now, and here's a symbol of that, and going and probably overpaying a little bit for a guy who's got a very high ceiling still, even at you know almost thirty one years old. Um, and you know if it works, I think you can say it was worth it to do it to pay a little bit more for Odell Beckham, if that means it's going to lead to some sort of peace treaty with Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you already saved, what, $12 million by not putting the exclusive franchise tag right. on Lamar, and so you can use some of that to overspend on Odell. And if it saves you from giving him a 230000000 million-plus fully guaranteed deal, then it's good money spent, I mean, at the end right. of the day. Um, I, I want to transition, though, and just peel back the curtain, all right, because Albert's one of the guys that I love and trust, and obviously we're, we're, we're lucky we have on our show Every week, Um, and we have some conversations off air, and there's one that you know I'll just I'll ask you and and, and see how you respond to this. But um, I I was saying, it's just been odd to me. The Texans who have two picks in the top what twelve of the draft, yep. um, They people keep and people that I respect and have done this for a while keep doing mocks without a quarterback taken in the first round for Houston, and it's it's hard for me to even. I even think that that's a possibility. However, the people who are doing these mocks, it's not just doing it to do it. They do a good job. They know what they're doing. They have, you know, inside sources. And it led me to ask Albert, what is up with this? Is there a real chance
5: Houston's going to sit there and not take a quarterback with either one of those two first round picks? I think that, well, I'm, I'm less certain on the second one. Um, you know, on the first one, I think that there are is a real discussion point in the room right now. And I think, you know, part of it is where the two guys in charge are coming from. And the fact that the two guys in charge haven't worked together before, you know, Nick Casario and, and D'Amico Ryan's, And if you look, you know, and you want to look at Nick Casario's history, he's been in the league for, um, you know, 23 years, I think now. And he's never t- taken a quarterback higher than 62nd overall. And that was Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and then, you know, you look at D'Amico, And D'Amico's been coaching in the league for six years now. And in San Francisco, they spent one first-round pick on a quarterback, and that was Trey Lance. And they wound up getting to the NFC Championship game three times with two quarterbacks who weren't Trey Lance. So, like, I think both guys have, like, this basis where they can say, if we're not head over heels in love with one of these guys, would we be better off with Tyree Wilson? Or would we be better off with Will Anderson? Would we be better off with a defensive player um, who can be a real difference maker for us? And D'Amico has the example of Nick Bosa, you know, from four years ago, where he can say, "Like I know how to build a, I know how to build that sort of team," you know. And so, you know, I think it's a real discussion point. I think ownership is going to have a heavy hand in this too, um, and ownership is weighted. Um, and you know, I think there are different things at work with C.J. Stroud. You know, the Anthony Richardson thing is out there, too, of course. Um, I think that'd be a reach, you know, based on talking to other teams. But, you know, obviously the ceiling's very high there. Um, and look, like, I think if Bryce Young were to slide from one to two, I think it becomes academic. Then take, Texans just take him, you know, and, then, and and I think that that would be their guy. But if Bryce goes number one overall, like, I think he probably will the Carolina, you know I think that there's you know I think that's where the debate is right now in that room, not that they won't have that decided two weeks from now, but I think that's where the debate is right now in that room, and I'm not sure that they have a final decision on whether or not they go quarterback in the event that young's not there for them
2: so it felt like uh, Albert Breer, by the way, joining us here on fox sports radio senior n f l reporter at the m m q b get him on Twitter at Albert Breer, so it felt like you know, when we talked about the odds and we were kind of kidding back and forth, but it almost seemed like Houston was going to sit there at two, and if you believed all the buzz about C.J. Stroud at one, that, that, you know, Bryce Young was going to fall in their lap. So there's a real chance it's either Bryce Young or nobody else for them, and that they see a clear difference between C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. If that's the case, why do you think that's the case in Houston?
5: I would say, you know, I I think part of it is Bryce's makeup, um, and that's I think to both D'Amico to and to Nick, um, despite the fact that they come from different backgrounds, I, I think one thing they have in common is that makeup in a quarterback is really important. And, like, Bryce is A++. You know, like, everything you hear about, like, how Bryce's meetings have gone. Um, you know, we mentioned the S2 test last year, uh, last week. Um, you know, coming from Nick Saban's program, um, what's coming out of that program, I mean, Like, you'd have a hard time finding anybody to say anything negative on Bryce Young that doesn't have to do with his height or his weight. Um, And so, like, I think that that, you know, like, like just having faith in what you're buying into is a big part of it. You know, with CJ, I think there have been some maturity issues, and there's some things that you have to work through there with him, you know. And, like, his meetings haven't been perfect, and there are other things that you can knock him for. Um, And, you know, I I think he answered a lot of the on-field questions against Georgia, you know how athletic is he how creative is he how um how willing is he to run and put his body on the line all that like he answered a lot of it against georgia but the question is is that a flash or is that something that's just you know a kid growing up and turning the corner those are all the questions the teams are going through with cj stroud so i just think um i think cj's got a a, a, you know a really really good skill set has a chance to be probably a top 10 quarterback in the nfl Based on his physical ability, um, the question is with makeup, and you have none of those questions with Bryce Young.
0: Yeah, all because of the S2 test, but we'll, yeah. we'll get into that <laughs> another day. Um, when the hell you is this Aaron Rodgers? You should take it. Uh, you know what? I actually went online after you mentioned it, and I was like, I want to take this. I I, I really want to do this. And, uh, I still want to I do too, like,
5: honestly.
0: Yeah, what w- should we all want to do I would love Jonas to do it. No, I would I'd love to see miserably. Jonas – well, we don't know that, Joni.
5: Well, maybe I mean, missed just calling job. as a quarterback. <laughs>
2: well, well, yeah, maybe, maybe he missed that. The S two test will show us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it doesn't matter what the S two test tells us. Uh, I was I, there was no chance I was ever going to be a quarterback. So it evaluates the cognitive abilities in game situations so the players understand the level of their instincts. Yeah, I'm going to fail this miserably. Anticipation, <laughs> reading, reacting, and adapting to the game are now measurable skills. It, Brady would it, blow here's this thing, out of the park. It,
0: yeah, yeah, here's the thing that I don't like about putting so much weight into a computer program like this. It's it's one metric, it's one measurement. Yeah. You know what this doesn't factor in and they need to adjust this? A three hundred pound defensive lineman trying to hit you while doing it. That changes right. it a little bit. Like if they had this S two program and they had someone with a hammer who was literally standing next to you and is gonna smash your hand if you got it wrong that would probably be the equivalent of that sort of pressure that you feel when you're actually playing. That's the only problem is it's just one baseline measurement that's not applicable to really playing quarterback, right? There's a lot of things that mentally how you process, that's part of it. But then how you process it and throw the football and, and get your body where it needs to be and then handle the pressure of getting hit, that's like the other components too you need to add to it. but. I, I don't I want to get stuck you know on some dorky test. No,
5: right. no, no, no. It's interesting you say that though, Brady, because I can remember, and I can't, I can't remember if it was Charlie or Josh, but this is probably 15 years ago talking to somebody about Brady, and um, they told me like one of the things that Brady had that like no one talks about, um, that like you know like that that really was a difference maker for him was his willingness to hold on to the ball for an extra split second. You know what I mean? Like, and I thought that was so interesting um, because it was like. His level of mental focus and his, his willingness to take a hit, like the fact that he was willing to you know, stand in there for that extra half second helps every other player on the field, all of his yeah. teammates. It, of gives a, it, gives a, it gives the linemen more margin for error. It gives the receivers a, an extra split second to uncover. It like, makes a difference for everyone on the field. I think that's what you're talking about.
0: Uh, sure, yeah, that's part of it. I mean, there's also an, a yeah. sense of ignorance to this. Like I've always said that yeah. you, you want your quarterback to be smart. We always, we always think we want him to be like brainiacs. And the reality is you really don't because at some point in time you have to be ignorant enough to forget that you, you might have just made a bad play, bad throw. You have to be you know, dumb enough to realize that you're going to put yourself through bodily harm while you, ha- while you hold on to that football to, to let a guy uncover it downfield. Like, a lot of people who are super intelligent would be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm going to throw this football away, or I'm going to try to you know, move, get out of the way. And, but there's times when you can't, and you just have to deal yeah. with the reality of, I'm going to get crushed so someone else can potentially make a play downfield. But I don't want to get hung up on this, because there's a hang-up on this Jets-Packers trade. Yeah, come on we now. talk to you every week, when the hell is this going to get
5: done? I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, like, and I, I've said this for a week and a half, this thing could get to, done tomorrow. Um, You know, like I, I think they are re- they are on the doorstep. And, like, really what this comes down to, um, as I see it, I think they've got agreement on the pick this year. Like, I think that the pick this year is a second-round pick, as it stands right now. I think the way the 2024 pick looks is sort of the hang-up here. And is it a hard one? Is it a one with conditions? What are those conditions? Is there a give back in twenty five if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play in twenty four? Like I think that's what it is. And you know, I, I think part of it is um you know, it's 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 the Jets getting protections here and it's the Jets being protected against him only playing for a year, and it's the Jets being protected against an injury Where they turn into, you know, what Denver? Like they get put in a situation like Denver's in right now, where an injury turns next year's first-round pick into the fifth overall pick. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that that's sort of where we're at right now. Is that um, it's not going to be the 13th overall pick as I see it. I think it's going to be a second-round pick this year, and then it's going to be some sort of pick next year that's a high pick. But like, how do you dress that pick up in a way where the Packers can walk away and say we didn't get pleased here in dealing off, um, you know, one of the greatest players in the, in the history of our franchise, if not the greatest player in the history of our franchise? Um, you know, where we can walk away and we can say we got good value for him. So, uh, like, really, this is going to come down to what happens with that twenty-four pick, and sign off on that is going to come from ownership on the. Um, on, the, on the Jets' side and the president's office on the Packers' side. Um, I think the football people are, have deals that they're amenable to doing right now. Um, and, you know, Woody Johnson and Mark Murphy, I think it's going to come down to those two, finding a way where I would say, like, the optics of this look right for both franchises.
2: Albert, I'm not trying to jinx anything here, but your phone has been flawless the past two weeks. I mean what
1: like, is happening? you know why? You get a new
5: you get, new, you get up to your phone what happened? No, 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 no. I'm I'm actually like the, like I made the commitment after uh after like the Hiroshima 2 weeks ago <laughs> with my phone to uh, <laughs> to uh to, 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 to actually do this on my porch like that so I it's the weather's nicer oh, out we now. I was at? like I'm not going to you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm, gonna, I'm going to not do it in my car. I'm going to just kind of sneak out of the house so the kids don't hear me leave. I'm going to keep the dog inside. The dog is inside now. And I'm going to sit on my porch. It's, you know, like I said, probably 50, 55 degrees out of here now. Oh, the birds wow. are chirping. Oh, it's man. not winter anymore. Do you have a so. cup of
3: coffee?
5: Huh? I don't have a cup of coffee. I've got, I've got a, uh, i have got a water. I just got the peloton. So I'm going to go get my – see, I normally would do, the, would do the call with you guys as I'm going to get my coffee. But now I'm delaying getting my coffee. To accommodate the two of you. How do you commitment. like that? Okay. Hey, can I, can I give you a Peloton workout? Not one of
0: those goofy ones where you have to watch the person <laughs> on the screen. This is, this is what me and my buddies do in the neighborhood, okay? And okay. it doesn't matter where you are, even though all Pelotons are calibrated differently. But 20 minutes, okay? 20 minutes. You crank it up on the highest resistance, and you go, all right? You stand up, and you pedal for 20 minutes. No sitting down. No breaks. You see how far you can go. So I, I, here's the problem. I, ha, I remember I had the record. That, that, how do you set that? Though how
5: do you? Like, it's like, simple. You, have to
0: have you just start it up on whatever workout you want. Completely put a towel over just, the goofball on the screen, just, and you right. just crank it up to the highest resistance, and yeah. you go for 20 minutes. And then you, and then you look at how far you went. So, Fasado did like 7.87, so almost you know 7.9 yesterday. I think the record, which is being contested and i had it cuz i did it in a peloton in la so all the guys back here are ragging on me saying that it doesn't count that we i have to do it on this specific peloton bike that most of the guys will, will go to try to cre- you know cause the record
2: well la is less resistant overall so i think yeah but be- i demand it's a specific see? like it's one so-
0: specific bike it, there's One of our buddies has a Peloton, and I, I honestly think it needs to be, like, serviced. Like, they need to put some, well, like, WD-40 on everybody's it. Everybody's
5: just going, like, Rambo on it for 20 minutes. Well, I, I think
0: I got, like, nine miles in LA. They're like, nope, doesn't count, dude. You've got to do it on this bike here. We're like, no, no one can get over eight because it's it's so hard to pedal. But try that workout next time. Tell me that doesn't get you.
2: I think Albert gets to 10 miles on that. So, we do no crank chance. it
5: up to, like, what's the, does it go up to 90? Like, is 99 the highest resistance? Set. Oh, it goes to Hunter,
0: buddy. I mean, you could crank that thing till you can't even really move the pedals. Like, that was actually right. one of my issues when I, when I did
5: it on there initially. Okay. Okay, so you just throw a t- towel over, just ignore the guy on the screen. Play your own music, probably, right? And yeah. then pull the towel yeah. oh, off. Oh, to yeah. So it's like so it's like a surprise when you get to see how far you went. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: Listen,
5: right, right. So it's like I- a great unveiling.
2: I think, I think Albert's got it in him. I believe it. Uh, Albert Breer, get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Uh, congratulate him on the success of the new phone, the porch, the ocean breeze, and his new Peloton workout that was just handed out on the air. Albert, we appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. All right, thanks, guys. There he is, uh, the great Albert Breer. It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up next, somebody is not happy with their organization. In fact, they're pissed off. We'll tell you who they are right here Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to get into uh, the plan for one franchise at quarterback. It involves the draft. It involves a big-time quarterback name in the NFL. We'll have that discussion for you again coming up again 10 minutes from now on FSR. So what the hell's going on with Devin White? Is he just pissed off about his contract? Is it Baker Mayfield? Uh, he wants to be traded from the Bucs. Why, why would it be Baker Mayfield? Why did I don't he just got there? People seem to take a lot of stuff out on Baker Mayfield. You know, Odell Beckham and his dad took everything out on Baker Mayfield, even though he was targeted more than anybody else. And I'm just wondering. He gets to Tampa Bay, and now you got Devin White who wants out. What the hell's going on? Well,
0: there? it's more the timing of the fact that he's on his rookie deal. He's playing under the fifth year option. I, I think by now he, you know, would have would have liked to have negotiations for a long term deal and they've probably been talking and if, if Tampa Bay doesn't want to go that route and they'd rather let him play through his fifth year option and then try to franchise tag and maybe the following year the year after that you know because off the ball linebackers you know that number is not that bad and if you feel like you got a really good player and you can control him for three more years why not so I, I, I kind of sit back and I understand his point of view where he's at it's a tough position to be in at a very physical position kind of similar to running back right at least in regards to the physicality and the toll their body takes, but they're just not valued the same way in today's passing game. So I'm sure he'd rather try to look to go elsewhere where he can get a team to trade for him. And if that team's going to give up draft compensation or players, for example, in exchange for him, they're going to want to extend them. You know, they're not just going to let him play under the fifth year uh, they probably are trading for him knowing that he wants to be extended and they've got a framework of a deal worked out.
2: Man, Tampa Bay's got to feel so fortunate they got that Super Bowl because it looks yeah. like it's going to be bleak here for a little while. Oh, yeah. It's- they're,
0: they're in rebuild <laughs> mode. It feels that way at least. Just
2: like, uh, what would you guess the win total for the Buccaneers is according to DraftKings? If you had to guess right now, I would say seven and a half. Mm, six and a half.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, six and
2: a half. Uh, so it feels so we went from Tom Brady. Super Bowl... Hell of a divisional game against the Rams, if not for some blown coverage and Cooper Cup getting open. They're hosting an NFC title game to whatever the hell last year was and a win total at six and a half. So the moral of the story is when you get to a Super Bowl, you better win it because there's no guarantee you're going to get back there. And this is exhibit A of that. So now we're looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, who could be pulling up the rear in an already bad division in the NFC South. So uh, not a fun time to be uh, to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. But well, the good again, news is, they are living gonna, off that Super Bowl. They are you know? going to bring back uh, the creamsicle jerseys, from what I hear. That's one of oh, the reports ba- Those are badass. I great, miss those. great yeah. little little vintage for you. See, that was back in the old days. You and I, a couple of Midwest kids, we remember the NFC Central. The Dude, AFC I remember Vinny Testaverdi
1: in those jerseys. <sighs> Vinny T. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com.